knowing that they would die one day and being like, this could be taken away from me. So when it came to Jacob, I remember sitting in the bed and just looking at his face and like memorizing his freckles and the, uh, the way his eyelashes curve and just like recognizing how handsome of a man he was and just like being really present with that. Um, when my grandfather was dying, holding him and remembering that hugs like so much of my body right now. And so before it was like, people were gonna get taken away from me in my life, whether that was like going to be another breakup or someone was going to pass away. Like I just had to hold on to the moment because it wasn't going to last forever. And I knew that. I chose not to keep living that way because yes, tragic things can happen. And yes, choices that are outside of mine could end things. But I still have to choose my own happiness and I still have to choose my own joy. And so when I um, now like look at my life, I'm like, how can I capture this through the lens of joy? And I don't mean that in the sense that we don't have grief and we don't have anger. I capture those too. But also, do I always have to look through the lens of this is going to end? No, I can just enjoy this moment because this moment exists. Help Me See is a podcast based in intention, purpose, and heart. Vulnerable, real conversations challenging the norms and empowering you to harness your intentional vision for your purposeful life. Around here, we're not about the small talk. We're unpacking all of the unnecessary crap that we've carried with us for far too long. Some of these episodes are solo style. I like to call them my little audio journal with my innermost thoughts that leave me thinking, am I the only one that feels like this? And then some super inspiring guests having conversations that I truly feel like are needed in today's world. Listen into a new episode every Wednesday and leave inspired by your everyday with a deep piece of knowing that you're not alone and have the innate power to make this life count. Before we get into the show, though, I did want to let you know that I have a really exciting free offer. So I took um, one lesson. So it's lesson 10 out of module four in my uh, five-week online course, Manifest Your Memories, um, and I've given you access to it. All you have to do is sign up to check it out. It's simple, doable, easy ways to remember your actual life. It's called See Nostalgia Now. This came before my membership. It was the original Nostalgia Now version. (laughs) It is three main ways in bunch of different examples about how you can effortlessly and sustainably capture some really important, intimate, quiet moments of your life. Um, and just reminds you that you do not need to rely on a professional photographer. You don't have to choose between being present and taking the photo. You are the only one that can capture the most precious and intimate and important moments of your life. And I want to gift you this guide. So if you head to the show notes, I will put the link. And when you sign up with your name and email address and request your free access, I will personally enroll you in this free mini course. So go ahead, go to the show notes, click the link, and please let me know. Let me know what you end up taking, what moments you end up saving uh, with one of these super simple Super simple ways to document your goodness. Okay, now on with the show.
Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Help Me See. So this month on the podcast, we have something super special going on. Um, if you're part of Nostalgia Now, you know that each month we have a monthly intention. And I gear uh, that month's podcast episodes towards that intention. And this month, it is define your presence. Define your presence, design your life. And I have some amazing guests coming on in the next few weeks. Um, I'm even considering um, adding a few bonus episodes uh, so I won't be combining them and really just letting each conversation be on its own because it's so important for me to dig into this topic. Where did this come from? It came from when I talk about how I strongly believe that you do not have to choose between being present and taking the photo and this whole you know, vibe and conception or preconception about how you need to um, scold yourself for your impulse of taking out the camera to take a photo because you feel like, why can't I just be in the moment? Why can't I just enjoy this? That in itself is taking you further out of this moment. And even more so, what are you striving for? What type of presence are you striving for? Is it this elusive feeling? Is it you want to take a photo, but you feel like that automatically disqualifies you from being able to say you were quote unquote present? Because that feels like a facade to me, right? And we all have our own inner compass, our own truth of the matter. There are times where I'm in a moment and I think to myself that I would like a photo of it but I choose not to, but it is not something that's fueled or charged with this like push and pull. If I feel the urge to take a photo and I want it, I not only do it, but I also let myself take that wherever I wanted to take it. So for instance, if I am with my kid and he's doing something cute and I want a photo of it, first of all, I decide, do I take the photo or not? Do I want to or do I, am I just acknowledging this is a moment and I'm actually going to pass on it and I'll catch it next time around, <laughs> you know? And then after that, I decide, okay, is this a quick snapshot? And then I just know that I kind of like dog-eared this moment for later on um, in my life or later on the day when I want to look at it. Or is it something that I'm actually going to use this tool, this camera frame to drill in even deeper to the moment? Am I going to use this as a portal to go even deeper into this moment? What is it that I'm focusing on? What is it that I am turning away from so that I can see this? What am I choosing? All this to say, I feel that being more consciously aware of your why for choosing to document a moment and a knowing of how presence really feels in your body and getting super clear on that. It's an empowering unlock and gives yourself permission to move about your life more freely. So when I did dial it back, when I did contemplate, like, what is it about me saying to someone 
that they can be present and take the photo that made them take a sigh of relief as if I was anyone to give them permission to live their life the way they want to. I dialed it back to this presence, this question of presence and what is the right way to be present and what is the wrong way to be present. Over the next month, we're going to talk to some amazing women on how presence shows up in their lives, in their businesses, and what it feels like for them in their mind, body, and soul. And today, one of those women is Amber Dolan Bath. I have had her on the podcast before. I'm so excited to have her on again. Um, We just did this really casual late night chat on Instagram Live and um, it had to become its own podcast episode. So I'm I'm so excited for you guys to listen into this. And I look forward to hearing maybe which conversations this month that you relate to. And really, if you don't relate, that's great news too, because then you can determine what is so uniquely you that you're not hearing, that you feel in your body, but you're not hearing anyone else say. That is your own thumbprint, your own unique version of presence. I would love to hear your thoughts. Feel free to DM me over on Instagram at Bianca Liamora. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. P.S. Before we jump into the episode, if you love this conversation and want to get in on a free workshop that I'm doing, go to the show notes and sign up. I'm going to be talking all about the actual specifics around What makes your photo habit so impactful? Really understanding and breaking down the nuance of what you're doing when you're taking these photos, because it feels so easy. And I'm sitting here telling you how powerful it is. And I think that oftentimes people can understand that from a conceptual level. Like, yeah, of course, I'm freezing a moment in time, but it's almost at this point cliche. I mean, it is cliche at this point, but it's cliche for a reason. And I want to break down the process of taking a photograph in the most casual snapshot way and the opportunities that that unlocks, not only for dropping deeper into presence in the here and now, but for powerful self-reflection, healing, and comforting materials to use in your photo archive, in your visual memoir for years and years to come. So we're going to talk about the actual present day taking of the photos. And then we're going to talk about the opportunities that come from diving into your photo archives and looking at photographs from the past and understanding how their meanings change over time. So if this sounds up your alley, it is literally so far up my alley. It's coming up my nose. (laughs) oh my god I'm such a dork um then go to the link in the show notes and sign up I hope to see you there live I want to have it be interactive and answer questions if you have any questions shoot me a message and I will see you soon hello how are you (laughs) how are you I'm good I am in the dark I know, me too. I love our little nighttime chat. I'm in my basement as usual. I'm in my car right now because um, I'm hiding from my kit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Underneath my house to get. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. 
How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It is very much a Monday of this week, but I am, it's been a doozy, um, but I'm so pumped to have this conversation with you. And it's also like really, I don't know, there's something about the night. There's something about the dark that makes these conversations even more juicy than when you're talking about it in daylight, I feel. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, me too. Me too. Alrighty. So you said the words perfectly. So I'm just going to go with what you, you said in our um, text message before we went on here. What are we talking about today? We are talking about defining your specific presence. What does presence mean and feel like to you and in your body? Because We found, well, we found many common like threads that weave its way in and out of our work and our lives with each other. But I think probably the most poignant one is the fact that through everything we're navigating and through all of these like um, identity issues and experiences and whatever, um, there tends to be a, a disconnect when we maybe unknowingly are defining or comparing the feelings that we're having about ourselves in our lives with some mystical version of presence or some, some version of something that we're trying to hit that we don't feel like we're hitting because it's not really us. Right. What do you think about? Um, okay. First off, I want to bring up the fact that this month in nostalgia now, which is your, your, um, monthly membership that I'm a part of, um, it's about presence. And so for the month of June, if we're on June 6th, and so we're like six days, uh, I personally, you know, six days in on this, this journey yeah. of navigating presence through the lens of my, my camera and like bringing my camera in on the journey. And so one of the things that I love that you brought up in nostalgia now, and I, I have to bring that forth right now is we always think about getting off our phones and like being present with our kids in that way. And it's just like, Oh no, no, I can capture all these moments right now with my phone. And that also gets to be equal presence. And, and again, each, each to their own of, of how they want to live their life. And that's the kind of the journey of presence of like each person gets to have their own definition of what this looks like. But for me, the, the camera on my cell phone allows me to, to zoom in on the moment and then focus on the moment. And it allows me to picture it in a different way than I would have if I didn't take out my phone to like capture it, if that makes sense. So I was just at a, a wedding this weekend in North Carolina, which is a very long ways away from me. And <laughs> I captured the entire thing from the plane ride to the wedding, to hanging out with our friends the next day, to the bus rides. It just like, even the moments where I was pulling my hair out, like I caught it on camera and really it was just like, Oh, I'm feeling this way in this moment. Oh, I'm experiencing this in this moment. And, and how do I want to respond rather than how do I want to react? So that's presence for me right now. Um, and it's because of nostalgia now that I was able to, to articulate today's, today's conversation because yeah, no, I get to choose how I want to respond to life. And that's what this nostalgia now has helped me do. Oh, and so let me ask you then, that's so exciting to hear. What were you feeling as you were doing that? Because something that I would say is a common gut reaction or something that I can anticipate because I've heard of so many times myself is 
well, how were you present if you had your phone out the whole time? And, you know, what, actually I'll let you answer that and then I'll, I'll dive into that. (laughs) Um, Okay. So one thing that, again, you have taught me, which is so funny. um, I was not expecting to, to be the person talking about so much nostalgia now, but here we go. Um, Something that you have taught me in nostalgia now is the, the video. And like, you can capture, like if you put on the video, then you can capture the photo from the video. And so that's what I've been doing is I'll do the video and then I'll capture it from the video so I can be present. I don't have to hold my phone. I can set it up. I can press play. And let me tell you, like, as long as I'm not looking at my phone, I don't always like recognize that it's on. And then like, whatever's playing out is playing out and I can capture the photos from there. So, um, if I was the one capturing behind the screen, I don't, I'm sure I would have a lovely experience with it as well, but I'm putting my phone down at the same time as I'm recording and then I'm getting the photos. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I, you know, I always think about how, um, our gut impulses based on like the trend beliefs of where we are in time. So it's like the internet's awesome. It's the devil. (laughs) They're shitty. They're amazing. Oh, now it's taking away from our life. But I mean, think about, what in the difference in, you know, documenting something through a lens versus sitting down there and journaling. Like, of course, it's more classic and it kind of feels, I guess, a little more romantic to be journaling, but it's just a different channel. It's a different version of how you're choosing to like record and um, uh, kind of emote through a modality. And I think that uh, because it can be so full of ease and so quick and so low effort, um, photography, especially cell phone photography is kind of downplayed and looked past, but really like when you think about what you're doing, when you take a picture, it's like you are, the whole world is around you and you're saying no to everything, but where you're pointing this to mm-hmm. you're this, 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 like I'm noticing this and this is what I'm doing. So that's like, I always say it's like an acknowledgement, a recognition and appreciation and like a prayer of gratitude for whatever you're photographing. So I think that um, taking a beat and instead of, I always say it like this, like when you're meditating, I feel like it's common knowledge now that people say it's normal for the thoughts to go through your head, but still when you're trying to meditate and you have a thought, you're like, oh, why? No, this is not the time. (laughs) This is not the time. This is not the time for that. I'm trying to be Zen. But that's making it more of a thing. And if you, then if you just let it go. So if you're in a moment and you feel like I need to document this for whatever reason, if you're, st- if you're saying to yourself, but why just be present? Why can't you just be present? You're already going so far down another rabbit hole uh, rather than you can either say, you know what? I'm good right now and pass or just take the damn photo and move through your life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And actually you bring up a fantastic point because it was this weekend, again, I was away on, um, for this wedding and I wanted to meditate and I, I put that in quotes like I did not sit in silence and meditate like there's ample amount of things that I listen to and I meditate um I love meditating I love journaling I love visualizations and it was this weekend I was like why am I not doing any of this like I, I usually want to and literally my inner voice said to me because I want you to live your life like I want you to integrate everything you're journaling about and just live your life and and then the documenting just happened naturally. So I didn't even connect that point. Like I was living my life and the camera was there to capture it. And also I was on social media, like doing some reels and doing some posts and doing some stories. And that felt natural for me. 
because normally everyone goes on to scroll and I liked documenting on my phone, even in that way. Mm. So dots are connecting over here. Yes. I mean, I'm so intrigued about how, I mean, we, we know that our work kind of is like linked in some way, but I'm so intrigued that like you literally had that moment of like, and I checked into my inner voice and like, this is what was happening. So can you talk a little bit about the work that you do with your inner voice sessions? Because uh, it's like same, different, same, different. So it's like, I, I find that through photography for me, um, going back and looking at your photo archive is like a way to like kind of remove yourself. If you feel like you can't see the forest through the trees and then look back at like, it's like the quintessential notice what you notice, right? So you're like out looking back in, but with you, with the inner voice, <laughs> it's a bit different, but it's like, so can you tell us a little bit about how that works and how you stopped and thought, wait a minute, what am I doing here? Why aren't I, you know, and getting that intuitive hit from yourself. Okay. So I, I, the inner voice is just for me, like I can drop into my body. I can drop into my awareness and I can allow, like, again, those thoughts are coming in and out and I'm just like tuning into this. I don't know, like this, the frequency of just soul, like does my intuition just like you without all of the extra layers. That's really what the inner voice is. It's just you without all the extra layers. Now, if you want to add God and source and universe to that, that's fine. That's great. But like bare minimum is just you without all the layers. And so when I had that moment this weekend of, again, documenting the whole thing, my inner voice led me to your work, like hands down. When you said nostalgia now, my inner voice like raised my hand and was like, I'm signing up for this. And I I believe you had asked the group that we were in of like, how's the copy? And I was like, I don't care how's the copy. Like I've already signed up. Um, (laughs) It's because my inner voice was telling me like, and, and I was getting in my head, I had these boxes of freaking photos. And I was like, I, they're just sitting in a box. Like, I don't know what to do with this. And this was like a very constructive way of me, like looking at my life in a different lens and allowing the photos to unfold. Um, but my inner voice really likes me to drop into the moment of what I'm needing and what I'm desiring and then allow myself to receive it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's like a prime example of me dropping in and and receiving what I needed to get help with in that moment of just like living my life or signing up for nostalgia now or talking to my husband about something that's bothering me or drinking water when I need to drink water. It's just me without all the layers. Well, I totally agree with that. I agree that uh, sometimes even having a deep knowing of that, I still get lost in the like looking out, looking elsewhere for answers when really it's just like taking the shit off of you, like peeling, uh, even like the pretty shit, like the shit that you're like, oh, I like it, but it's not you. I always love when I see um, uh, people in dresses. I'm like, oh, and every time I put a dress on, I'm like, I just, just, just don't feel it for myself. <laughs> I, okay, so I'm the opposite. I love dress. I'm even wearing a dress right now. Like dresses are my jam. I <laughs> wanted to be the sporty girl. They're not my jam. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be the girl that could wear the, the joggers and have the cute sneakers and I can never pull them off. So no, I love that. <laughs> so, so what would you say to someone that was like, okay, I hear you it, cognitively. It makes sense. But how, like how, like the first step of someone ha- that hasn't been doing this work, like what advice would you give them to like really drop in? Because 
after years and years and years of really not taking that intentional moment and turning your attention inward, it's kind of like, wait, what am I supposed to be doing? Right, right, right. Okay. So for me, it's feeling my feelings. And I feel like a lot of us need to start doing that. And that's how you take the layers off. Like when we have all those trapped emotions and all the shoulds, like getting rid of the shoulds of our life. And, and again, just like, I can't, I shouldn't, I should, I don't like, unless you can say, I want to, I choose to, I don't want to, I choose not to like, let it go. And that requires a lot of feelings and something Twee, who's going to be on my podcast um, tomorrow, Spirit of Mother, she told we were on her podcast and I had a sweater for my grandfather and it has a lot of emotional attachment to it. He passed away in 2007. It's a sweater that says 2005 and I wanted to get rid of it. It's been, it's like old, it's time. And I just like, oops, I love him. Hi guys. Um, (laughs) I love him and he'll always be with me in some way, but I don't need to keep the sweatshirt. But there's emotional baggage there. So for me, I went into like just dropping again into my body. Where do I feel the sadness? Where do I feel the grief still? Allow myself to cry. Allow myself to be angry that he's not here and that this is the only thing I have left of him. And then allowing my soul to come through after I felt those feelings and being like, he is still with me. It takes a different form, but he is still with me. Mm -hmm. And our soul signed a contract for this lifetime and the way it unraveled. So it's, for me, it was always starting to feel my feelings because we, we like to bottle a lot of things up and it's time not to do that. I love the purity and ease in that. It's like, I just feel your feelings, just feel them. And I love, I love uh, distilling it down to, unless you can say, I want this, like, I want this, this, like that feels very crystal clear to me. Even feel your feelings can be hard because feelings are really complex and it can be hard to figure that out but I don't I think it's quite simple to say do you, can you say I want this or I, <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> do I like this feeling or do I not like this feeling and so if we don't like it then we might need to choose a different feeling and that can be a process in and of itself yes and that's so and that brings me back to um in the Uh, manifest your memories course that's basically the deep dive of nostalgia now something that I say is you know of course I err I'm biased I err on the side (laughs) of the photo but I say that really whether you do or you do not take the photo is besides the point when I'm when I'm thinking about you dropping into that moment it's the ability to recognize it that is that is the isness of it it's like feel that mm, the impulse to be like I want to take a photo of this it's like that is you yeah. saying so such a thing like I recognize this I'm honoring this and then that quick gut check of do I want to take a photo or do I want to just live it through my eyes without anything in front of me not that it has to be a big to do not that it you know you can't just take a snapshot whatever but like you know that sacred feeling in your stomach whether you're like you know what I'm going to, pa- I'm going to save this for just the moment or not taking that um, decision in that moment. I want to, or I don't want to, I recognize mm-hmm. this trappable moment, but will I, or won't I? And it's not a big to do. It's like a second. You just make that decision, but knowing that you're making that intentional decision with that quick muscle, I feel like is really freeing. 
Yeah. Okay. So I need to bring up what you did in your stories this morning. And if you're not ready to talk about it, well, you talked about in your stories, but if you're not ready to deep dive in it, that's cool too. Um, it was, you had to bring your son to daycare and he was crying. And then you made the decision to leave because that in, in that moment, that's like the right decision that people tell you to make. And you were struggling to decide, was this the right decision for you and him at this moment in time? Again, it's very now focused and it doesn't bring anyone else into the photo. Like, was it just the right decision for you and him? If you were to go into that moment now, what would you have chosen? You know, I think the biggest part of that, which I, I went ahead and I like got on my stories to give voice to that feeling of limbo just for anyone that feels that. Cause I know, especially mamas mm-hmm. can feel many different ways in so many different times throughout the day it's that you know you're moving through life and you make the best decision with your gut that you can but that doesn't mean that you don't have lingering questions and not brushing past that is what's most important to me or trying to like justify myself through other people's reasoning and that's what I came on to do is because you know as well-intentioned as it all is and you know our loved ones around us at the end of the day, if it doesn't sit right in our gut, it doesn't sit right in our gut. So I, you know, I stayed there for a while for a good few minutes or more with him and he was holding on to me, whatever. And I started to feel the pressure of whether it was made up or not, whether it was in Mm -hmm. my head or not, who knows of, you know, okay, well, they're going to get on with their class and whatever. And, you know, the teacher's so lovely. It's not at all comment on that. It just, whatever, the experience was, it was what it was. And so I felt like I had to go like, okay, I've been standing here. I should, uh, the S word, I should go, go now. And the cliche, like painful kid reaching for me, crying as the teacher's holding him being as sweet as can be. And I'm just like, I love you. Like, she's like, it'd probably be easier. You know, I'm like, yeah, probably if I, I know that he gets really needy with me. And I left and it was just like, you know, I called my partner and I was like, oh my God, I feel just, I feel terrible, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, everyone's got to, you know, everyone's got to deal with it. I'm like, and that immediately, I'm able so much quicker to dismantle something that doesn't feel good to me when someone's telling me what everyone else's experience is. Like that is, that is my bigger hit. Like sometimes in the moment it's very cloudy because there's like a lot of variables, but like when you're outside the moment and someone's saying something to you, you're like, that's not, that's not flying with me right now. And, you know, to answer your question, I, if I could go back, I think I would stay longer. I'm not going to say that I feel a paralyzing guilt for it. Um, And and you shouldn't like, that's another thing. Like you could totally make a different decision and want to do a different thing, but that isn't again, no shame. Like just don't add shame to the thing that's already, you know, causing you so much attention. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But it's, Yes. And, and this is, so I love that you brought this up because I didn't even think about it this way, but like for me, and I, when I think about photographs too, so there's only so long because of, especially my brain, I don't have a great memory, but there's only so long after an event that I can like acutely remember the nuances of it and be able to like reflect. Right. So when we have a photograph of a moment, um, I always say that the photograph is frozen the photograph stays the way it is but our perceptions of the photograph change 
a bajillion infinite infinity amount of times, like over the years, because we grow, um, other circumstances in our life changes. Like I always think about all the pictures that I used to hate of myself and my kids because it looked. And now I look back, I'm like, I don't give a flat. Like, I don't care now. Who knows? I could still hate it or not, but like making permanent decisions off of temporary feelings, especially in terms of like photographs and like not getting in the photographs because, you know, you, you feel like you don't look the way you want to look or whatever it is. Um, uh, that kind of takes an opportunity away from yourself to reflect later. So um, I think, uh, I think that that has a lot to do with the work that I do. I know that my interpretations of experiences can change and I have opportunity for growth. So if I save those moments through like a very physical thing, um, then I, I store up these opportunities to reflect later. Alrighty, I have to bring this up. So I might be taking a tangent, but I'm here for it. Um, so I, a few weekends ago, my parents went to Disney. And so I was left with their daughter, Lucy, and I had Lily. And I was like, you know what? I want to take them to the coast. We're going to go to the ocean. We're going to check out, like, we're just going to, we're just going to feel all of the trees and the ocean and just be nature. And I wore this dress and it, it was too far cut, but I tried to make it up with a tank top. Jacob takes one photo of me. I was like, fuck that like no way jose i literally went to the mall purchased a dress that i would feel comfortable in and went about my day and so not that everyone like not that this is everyone's story but even when we look back and we're like that's not you know i don't like the way i look or whatever like is there something in the moment to change your confidence level and that can be something external or something internal and that's the part of the inner voice. Like my inner voice was like, your body's not going to change in like 2.2 seconds. We're not going to shame your body. So let's, let's go get you something that you would feel more comfortable in. And it was a gorgeous dress. Like I, I 110% loved my choice. And also it let me deep dive into even more body confidence things of, of, um, I was wearing Spanx and I was like, F that, like, I'm not, not wearing Sphinx anymore to hide my fat that other people feel uncomfortable with. I have a wart in my finger. I'm like, I can freeze it off or I won't freeze it off. But like at the end of the day, everyone, like not everyone, but like people have warts and like, why do we shame them? Yeah. Um, there's something, Oh, my stretch marks in my tummy. I have a photo shoot coming up and I was like, I even might let them show. Like, why do we make all of these things like so taboo? Like we have to look a certain way. So when it comes to the photos, it's, it's been a journey for me to be like, let's dismantle all of these beliefs that society has told me to have around my body. And yes, let's walk and let's eat healthy, but also I'm going to eat my cake and I'm going to eat my ice cream. I know myself, like, <laughs> so I'm just not doing it. Um, and I'm going to love myself along the way. And that's a lot of my inner voice work. And it's just combined with the photo opportunities I've been given between you and Lauren in the past couple months. No, and you know, that is so beautiful. And it's not a tangent because it is completely to do with your presence of mind and the, you recognizing the nuance of what you're feeling in the situation and making a decision. Like you notice, uh, I don't feel good about that. So you decided instead of like hiding away from the camera, the whole trip, you're like, let me do something that's going to make me feel good. Mm-hmm. Yes, and- yes, yes is gorgeous like that's amazing that's amazing not to say that there what like if you did decide to avoid the camera that was wrong there's no wrong but like 
just the noticing of, of getting to notice those little moments are what really builds to the big moments, to the big of your life and to like personal transformation, honestly. Like when you take yourself seriously in the smallest parts of your life, like I'll always remember when you say, um, when you're with Lily, you drink your, you get yourself water first, you'll drink the water. Yes. And it's like oxygen mask. Like it's like, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not going to feel bad about it. Like if I'm going to be a more patient mama if I'm not hangry or dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh my gosh. It's so beautiful. You know, I want, I, I don't know if you have anything to add before, but I know before we wrap, I do want to go back and forth and just talk a little bit about what our own, like, can we name what our own personal presence style feels like in like mind, body, heart, or is there a couple of moments that you can think of like that? When I say like, what's a moment where you've been like truly present? Okay. 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 I have a few different versions of this. And so I kind of want to go to like a former version of Amber and then I'll bring you to the present day Amber. Um, so <laughs> I'm laughing. I shouldn't be laughing. I don't even know why this is coming up. But anyways, so Jacob and I, we're, we're married now. Way back when we got together in 2015, we were together for two months and then he broke up with me and we got together a year later. And I remember being at his apartment and my brain literally goes to, and, and this was childhood, something could happen to take me away from this person. And I remember with my grandparents, like if they, if like knowing that they would die one day and being like, this could be taken away from me. So when it came to Jacob, I remember sitting in the bed and just looking at his face and like, m- like memorizing his like uh, freckles and the, uh, the way his eye uh, what are these called eyelashes curve and just like recognizing how handsome of a man he was and just like being really present with that um when my grandfather was dying like holding him like and remembering that hugs like so much of my body right now and so before it was like people were gonna get taken away from me in my life whether that was like going to be another breakup or someone was going to pass away. Like I just had to hold on to the moment because it wasn't going to last forever. And I knew that. Um, that brings me to now. I chose not to keep living that way because yes, tragic things can happen. And yes, choices that are outside of mine could end things, mm-hmm. but I still have to choose my own happiness and I still have to choose my own joy. And so when I um, now like look at my life. I'm like, how can I capture this through the lens of joy? And I don't mean that in the sense of like, we don't have grief and we don't have anger. I capture those too, but also like, do I always have to look through the lens of this is going to end? You know, mm-hmm. I can be like, I can just enjoy this moment because this moment exists. And so that's been the power of my inner voice work of just like, we can, we can let go of this belief that's really holding me in, in uh, scarcity and I can choose abundance of this moment. So that's what I have to say. What about you? Oh, that's so beautiful. Um, wanted to simmer on that for a second. I, makes, <laughs> so it makes me like, when you, what did you say? The way you said the abundance part, the abundance of it, sit in the abundance of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how I said it. It, 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 well, how are, 
said it, it made me think of what I love so much about like my photographic heroes or like the artists that I've really like whenever I see them or their work, I, I immediately this gesture of like, oh my God, I can't. Yes, holding the heart. <laughs> when an artist is able to take something so specific and make a world of it. And that's what I find so I could cry. That's what I find so comforting about when you into a moment. It's just that like, and I have to do a lot of work. I'm still fully on the journey of like not looking through it out of this deeply like sad lens of impermanence. So I'm still working through that. But what brings me comfort is that I fully understand the everythingness in that tiny nothingness, everythingness moment. That is what makes me feel so full. And so just, it it feels like just the noticing and just no having the knowledge of this and this and this, it makes me feel like I'm not missing it. Like I see it. And so presence in my body can feel like, I know I was looking at presence earlier. I was recording actually a video for nostalgia now that was taking forever to upload because it was like 10 minutes long on my 4k video. (laughs) And, um, what I said was that like, when I was reading the definition, it was talking about present when you're present, it means you know, you're st- someone, they are telling me what being present feels like. It means that you are in a moment and not letting your, your mind is not everywhere else. It is just focused on that one specific moment. And yes. And I also have the experience of like, when I feel like the most present, like hair standing up on my body times in my life, I also feel like I get in the moment. And then all of a sudden my brain and my body feels I'm like above the moment. It's like, I'm aware of how massive it is. And it almost feels like a floating ethereal feeling where I'm sure my brain goes into different thoughts and areas, but that doesn't take away from my presence. Um, So I think owning that and being able to feel to just put your finger on that, I think is something that I'm really excited to like talk more about this month. And, um, you know, through both of our work and our um, conversations, it's just so exciting because it's not to be cheesy, but it really is like everyone's presence is like a snowflake, their own special, 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 beautiful interpretation and feeling of what they consider to be the moments of their life. And, Um, I just really hope that this month is a beautiful uh, recognition and coming home to that for a lot of people. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. I have a question um, about nostalgia now. When someone signs up, they get access to everything that's that's been there, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. And also, um, again, I was there from the start, so I don't I don't, I don't even remember what it was like for me, but I, <laughs> I was there for the start, but like if someone signed up, our calls are at the end of the month. So as long as someone signs up before the end of the month, they can hop on the call at the end of the month. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Able to, <laughs> to watch previous month's uh, phone calls and like access previous month's um, assets as well, which is really exciting. That's awesome. Okay, cool. Yes. And, um, actually now that you brought that up, thank you. I would have totally forgotten to bring this up. How can someone learn more about your inner voice sessions? Please tell us. Okay. Well, first off, I just recorded a podcast episode for, uh, my podcast that was all about the inner voice. And so people can go and look it up there. 
Um, and then also, um, I should just put a link in my thing that says like, what is the inner voice? And then also there's a link to sign up for an inner voice call. Interrupt you because I, I just have to say for anyone listening right now, I, I'm very closely linked to like Amber and this world. And so I surmised what this inner voice session was like. And then when I asked her to tell me a little bit more about it, I was literally like hand to like face palm. I was like, oh my God, that sounds so good. So <laughs> <laughs> we just, it's again, it's, it's, it's getting rid of all of those layers. So uh, one of the most favorite sessions of mine is someone like literally crying and releasing what's been holding them back. And then them realizing like they get the, the unconditional love that they get to have for themselves as my light goes out um the unconditional love that they get to have for themselves is is more than they've given themselves and and inner voice just allows us to keep coming back to that reminder so beautiful okay sorry i, I just had to call that out so you record you. to tell everyone more about it which is awesome and then where can someone book an actual session it is in my bio <laughs> so you, yeah, my Calendly link is right there and someone can sign up for one of the times that I have available. And I have, I think now, eight more opened for this month. And so get them while, get them while you can. Oh my gosh. Yeah, get them while you can. Um, okay, is there anything else that we didn't hit on? I don't even know. Okay, I, I started doing this in my podcast. So I, I do, I'm going to ask it here. Okay. What's the last thing you've eaten today? What's the last thing I've eaten today? Yep. Well, okay. Right now I have coffee. Uh, <laughs> I love you with your coffee. <laughs> oh my God. Like a true psycho. Uh, and the last thing I ate. Probably. Um, in the basement. <laughs> cough, black coffee. Black basement. Uh, I think I have potato salad. Okay. Okay. Would I you- just had a strawberry ice cream with strawberry shortcake and mind you i'm apparently strawberry obsessed because i had a strawberry donut this morning and strawberries oh i don't know what's happening (laughs) there's summer vibes right now (laughs) with the strawberry summer vibes like anything else i'm like i don't want but strawberries you know what i just went through a really serious watermelon craze I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I also have a quick question. Um, and we can wrap up with this if you, if you want, or if you have something else, um, you have a free offering, correct? Yes. Okay. So there is something called see nostalgia now. So my membership is called nostalgia now, but see nostalgia now was like my OG. I need to get this out into the world. Three core ways of seeing and documenting your life in an easy and sustainable way. Um, so it is one of the lessons within one of the modules of my like deep dive manifest your memories five week course. So I took that out because I wanted to give like a quick, quick win, um, and to get people's wheels turning on like how they in a realistic way, implement, um, more documentation in their life in the way that might feel good for them and might be surprising. So um, that's a, a link in my bio, uh, in my link tree, if you go on Instagram. And if you sign up for that, I will personally enroll you and give you access to that lesson um, from that course. And if you sign up for Nostalgia Now also, you automatically get access to that as well. So either way, um, that's a fun, exciting lo- mini free course for you um, to access. What's your freebie? So I just created mine. I was very proud of it. Uh, going back to those emotions and um, releasing them. I created a visualization that like you throw all your shit in the fire 
and you just feel good while you're doing it. and it's like literally throwing the shit in the fire like i when i say throwing i mean like think of all the rage grief whatever that's living inside your body and we're, we're just like all the confusion all the overwhelm all the overstimulation like what you went through this morning you would have been like i'm throwing this in the fire releasing it up to whoever and like let me receive those downloads because i don't i don't get time to be stuck in the cycle of overanalyzing everything and then some journal prompts that are fun and there's a word search in there that allows someone to really tap into how they are feeling and how they want to be feeling Ooh. so is it it's an audio uh visualization yeah 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 awesome is that and that's in link in your bio yes yes it is awesome awesome oh my gosh that's exciting i'm gonna go get that right now (laughs) please (laughs) share it with your friends and family (laughs) Uh, let's get people just releasing those emotions yeah, I'm here for it. I mean, I think I need to do that right now, especially since it's 9.45 and I'm just at the bottom of my coffee cup now. <laughs> I even do this visualization. Like I do, I, I do my own work. So like, I love my visualization. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would think that you do. I'm excited. Well, I know, I mean, I know it's gotta be good because I, when I was on your podcast, it was the first time someone had ever sent, you sent me a, a meditation to do before, before yes. podcast. And I was like, that is amazing. Like what? <laughs> yes. No, I loved, I love that. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, awesome. Well, Amber, it's been so beautiful talking to you. Um, as always, thank you so much for spending this time. You too, my dear. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I wish we could meet up in person and just have a cup of coffee in the dark. One day, one day, this could be our hangout spot. Yes, please. I'll travel with my tiny home on wheels. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you soon, Amber. If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the Help Me See podcast private Facebook group. Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did. And I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you are not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review. And honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you. And one, I'll probably cry. (laughs) And two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast.